Hello, welcome to the Dave and Josh Show. How are you doing today, Dave? Pretty good, man. It's uh, it's nice weather out here in The Hague. And uh looks like we're going to go to the beach some point later. But um, yeah, besides that, how are you? Pretty good. I mean, I'm excited for WWDC this week with probably one of the new iMacs being released and we might see some changes to the operating systems. What well, well, we likely will, but... So that should be really good fun, and we've basically finished exams. Summer's yeah. finally starting. Summer's starting, so now we can really focus on the podcast and uh, our other projects. Um, also, slowly in Europe, because summer is starting, we see that a lot of countries are now relaxing their um, social distancing rules or regulations, which is nice, but at the same time, slightly worrying, especially because there has been an outbreak in Beijing recently. So I read on the newspaper, uh, like a Hong Kong newspaper called the South China Morning Post, where um, one of uh, like an expert actually talked about making sure that we don't actually relax these uh, social distancing rules just purely because um, we need as a society we need to stay on our toes because once you relax them then we i know what's going to happen everyone's going to go out and then a bunch of people are getting sick but an interesting uh percentage i saw was that out of i think 3200 people that been tested for corona from the protests in america for black lives matter only 1.8 percent of those people uh have been tested positive that's pretty crazy yeah i was expecting a higher higher percentage and this is all legitimate because this was uh published by the wall street journal so oh and do you, was it so it must have been like a random sample across a multitude of cities something yeah like that. something along those lines i don't know but i just remember looking at the percentage thinking surprising yeah but it could be wrong i mean at the end of the day loads of these like coronavirus can develop and mutate and change very quickly if it's exposed to so many different types of people and so right now that from that sample it might not be so bad but i think it's it's bad to make a sweeping generalization that, oh, yeah, because of this one study, it means that none of us are going to get coronavirus or like a very small percentage. And I don't think that's right either. I think people still need to be aware of the fact that we are still in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And you see it as like you mentioned in Beijing, the resurgence is definitely a possible thing. Yeah, I know. Um. I know there's one country that doesn't have to deal with corona anymore, which is New Zealand. But a problem that they're dealing with is um, pornography. Uh, they've they've actually just released an, an ad with two famous uh, Kiwi pornographers. Uh, or porn stars, I mean. <laughs> and um, they're just talking about, like, this is the new pandemic that kids are accidentally bumping into... Uh, porn on the internet and that we should be more careful with what they watch or what they see on the internet or movies or tv shows and it made me wonder should violence be visually be depicted in tv shows or movies so like rape as well and stuff like that rape like that or suicide um personally like i, I know this is a pretty controversial opinion but i i think it should be right because at the end of the day, it's such a taboo topic that if it's not accepted in society, and TV actually does show to some extent what is accepted in society, 
if it's not able to be shown in movies or TV shows, then a lot of people, it's almost shunned, right, by everyone. Okay, so you're saying it's accepted in society to shoot someone. No, but that's also shown on TV, and people are aware that that goes on because it is shown. If something, TV is accessible to, to a lot of people, right? And so reaching a large audience and making them like aware of all these things that happen actually just raises awareness for something like rape or violence and then gives people courage to speak out about it. I mean, like 13 Reasons Why and Game of Thrones both depicted rape in their TV shows. And actually a lot of 13 Reasons Why is about catching and people speaking up about their experiences. However, the problem with 13 Reasons Why is that they almost romanticized the idea of suicide. Because, <clears throat> I don't know, they made it like a show and it became like a little, like, what's it called, soap opera about how this girl killed herself and how she's trying to go get everyone else. It's sort of a fucked up story, actually, in my opinion. And I think there was an argument against 13 Reasons Why to, like, p- kids will, like, who are actually down and actually kill themselves will... They copy it, the copycats. Well, that exactly, became, and yeah. that, that idea comes from um, a professor called Albert Bandura. He developed a theory called the social learning theory, which believes that people can learn behaviors and uh, imitate actions purely just from watching it. So he did a test where he got um, two groups of kids. Uh, one is a control group where they saw a video of a woman just... Uh, you know, taking care of a doll. And then in the next, uh, in the experimental group, they showed a video of the woman hitting the doll. Later on, he released these kids uh, into the room with the same doll. And he didn't say anything. He just says, play with the doll. And what happened was the kids that watched the woman hit the doll actually went to the doll and started hitting it pretty violently using the same actions as the woman. And then the kids that didn't see the woman hit the doll also cared for the doll. Um, and so he took a step further with this uh, experiment where he tested, okay, both groups are going to see, um, are going to see violence, uh, towards this doll somehow, but in one group, they're going to see the person get punished for it. And in the other group, they see the person get rewarded for it. And they found that the kids that got, uh, that watched the woman get punished for it were still hesitant about it, but they still did it. And then the kids that obviously saw the reward, they all just hit the doll because they thought it was a good thing. So, yes, 13 Reasons Why and showing rape or these issues raises awareness. But it can also teach kids new ideas or uh, new ways of how to maybe use a gun quickly or how to rape a girl really quickly, right? Okay, but can I just... Do you know how old these kids were? Um, These kids were... Yeah, they were a bit younger. I would say, like, maybe four to five six years old so that you see like uh, i don't i agree with the fact that if you show someone who's very young that kind of side of things that it can have that effect because they don't they're not morally and ethically aware yet whereas i think if you put an age range on this content and there should be because some of it is is highly distressing i don't know have you watched 13 reasons why yeah i, I mean the, the the second season was particularly distressing in a in a lot of the scenes and i mean the first season was also distressing but with with kids especially these kids don't understand 
Whereas I think if you show it to someone who's 16 or 17, which is prime kind of from 16 onwards through university and stuff, because apparently it's a really big thing in university in America that happens. Uh, if you're showing it to the age ranges where actually it's an issue, I think it distresses people enough that it makes them aware that it happens and actually bring, uh, it brings people to talk about it because it's so controversial. Like if imagine something happened to you and it's very difficult because we're two males, right? But I mean, the second season, the one of the male characters gets violated anyway. And such a distressing scene has literally led to us having the conversation now. And if you're someone who it's actually happened to, do you think you'd feel more comfortable coming out about something like that if it's being talked about or if no one mentions it? True. Uh, I think I think because it's being talked about, it's easier to come out because it's not such a taboo topic anymore. Yeah. But I think also a problem with it that, you know, seeing it from my point of view is that it does cause trauma. A lot of people think the idea of trauma has to happen to you um, specifically, like you were in a car accident or you got kidnapped. But I think trauma can also exist from the content that you watch. Uh, a good example I can think of was a friend of mine. He's a Kiwi. And he watched the live stream of the, you know, that guy from New Zealand who came into the mosque yeah, and dude. shot everyone. And, I mean, that's and that's also violence being depicted on the internet, right? Except this violence is real. And But I remember the way he was talking about um, the, sh the, the live stream. He knew it in great detail and i remember he was sort of shaking as he was talking about it and after he uh after he watched it he even said like, i think i honestly got traumatized from that so the fact that we can get traumatized from content that we watch and we need to understand that also shows that maybe we have to be a bit more careful with what we watch because the last thing you want is to traumatize a bunch of these kids and these kids actually come out with PTSD, except the PTSD is not from real life experiences, but from experiences that they watch through um, a screen. It's definitely a fine line between how something is depicted because a lot of these producers have more creative freedom. And I think it's good they've got this creative freedom. But like you said, you have to be careful with how things are depicted to especially a sensitive age range then i can see that it can cause a load of issues don't get me wrong i'm not saying that you can't end up being yeah traumatized by some of these experiences but are you ever going to be as traumatized as the people that actually experienced it oh probably not as much and i feel like there's it's possible that like movies have these regulations in place to make sure that the violence that's depicted is not actually like as realistic as it would be just to avoid that trauma but yeah i know because i i have to agree imagery is extremely strong and it's the strongest form of basically um showing people something and so because imagery is much stronger than something that's verbal or something that you read and i understand it upsets people but i think it needs to be talked about. I mean, a lot of people said you went going back to your experiment. A lot of people said I, I read about smoking and actually when people smoked on TV, it led to a lot of kids um, trying to smoke. Right. And I, I fully understand that because smoking makes you look cool. It's like the, the depiction of that. Whereas 
I don't know, at least for me, I was so distressed by the rape scene, I felt, and perhaps this is biased from like an ethical point of view, because I know everyone's different, but I actually felt partially responsible for the fact that something like that happens because people don't speak about it. And it actually made me want to, if I ever knew about something like that or could prevent it, that I would. And I know you we've mentioned in previous episodes about like the bystander effect and all this, but knowing the kind of pain and seeing the story of someone who's gone through that made me realize how shit their life would be if someone doesn't intervene or talk about it or you don't help them. And to seeing that actual story, because a lot of people will talk about it and you only think about the one moment. No one ever thinks about afterwards, all the distress, all of the thoughts that go through their head. No one ever talks about that. And showing it to people on something that's watched by millions... I don't think you can get much better. I think it's very good that you uh, feel somewhat responsible for some of these issues that arises. And I would say that's good on you. But the problem is that they did a study where they uh, showed that kids were uh, exposed to violence a lot more. And they found that the kids that were exposed to violence a lot more were actually... Uh, they had a decrease in empathy. So rather than feeling bad when they saw a person, I don't know, get raped or get hurt, they would instead actually feel less empathetic towards them. And I would say that's another dangerous effect of violence uh, being depicted on TV, that the idea that the world is dangerous or the world is, um, I don't know, full of rape, you will start to change your perception thinking well this is the normal world and i might as well just get used to it rather than saying i might as well try to fix it because there's nothing i can do because it's been shown that people that watch for example a lot of police tv shows they believe that the world is actually filled with crime and they did a study where they asked these people how much crime do you think exists in the world and a lot of them said like ah 20 percent three percent or something like that but when they actually checked out the crime it was only like two percent so because they were constantly exposed to this content, their perception of the world completely changed. And I, I'm afraid that might happen with violence, that because people constantly see violence, they're like, ah, violence is a norm, rape is the norm, why should I care? It's, it's, I, as long as I don't get hurt, I'm good with it. And it could start like a whole sociopathic movement or a generation of kids. Then I, I, can, I can see that point. And the, perhaps then you need to be balanced with how much of the content you create because with crime and if you think about crime and try and apply that same experiment with crime tv shows to the theory of rape there's so many crime tv shows that are already available yet there aren't so many depicting rape right and something that's really distressing and if something's really distressing that's what gets it to be talked about like yeah okay some people might talk a little bit about crime shows but it's not a controversial topic anymore whereas this still is so i think by having a f- only a few a few tv shows that actually do depict it you cause greater good it's a bit like uh, I don't know, have you ever heard of the pareto principle where 20 percent of the causes cause 80 percent of the effects and so by having like only a few tv shows that depict it you cause a large number of effects so i don't know 
I think that's that's basically it for today's episode, isn't it? Yeah. Um. If you guys have any other opinions of whether violence should be depicted on uh, TV shows, movies, or violent or games, please put it in the comment below or in a voice message on Anchor. You might see those in future episodes. You might see those in future episodes, like Josh said. Um, if you have even reviews or ways to improve our podcast, please tell us too, either through our DMs on Instagram. Um, if you have other questions, check us out on Kawara. And uh, besides that, we'll catch you next time. See you.